Project. Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place that we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your host. I am Pastor David. We got James. Hey, hey. We got my lovely wife, Sandra. Hey, peeps. And then we have a special guest with us today, Amanda Brown. Hi. Author of what? Social Connection. Social Connection. We got her here today. We're going to talk about her book in a little bit. Um, so I'm excited about it. I've read uh, a, a few pages of it, and uh, I think it's uh, definitely an interesting um, outlook on, on social media and how we should do so, those things. So I didn't realize you wrote a book. Yep. How did I miss that part? Uh-huh. I posted on my social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was on social media. Uh but yeah, well, I'm excited to get back uh, back to that in a little bit. So, how you guys been doing? We just got finished to the Super Bowl. Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. I still haven't even seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Uh, Chubby Fifty Cent. No, you didn't. Uh, Mary J. <laughs> Blige. I was gonna say Beyonce, Mary, Mary J. J. Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> she was dropping it like it was hot. I felt bad for her. I mean, I always had a lot of respect for her. And well, she uh, used to do a bunch of random Christian songs. Yeah, oh, really? but she was full throttle Beyonce. You know, who sang the Shackle song? Was that Mary J. Blige or was that somebody else? That's Mary Mary, uh, right? A different Mary. I have no idea. That sounds right. Mary Mary. Though. Yeah. Wrong Mary. It's I mean, so, close enough. Yeah, she's been she she's done a lot of stuff. So, mm. yeah, but you know, it is what it is. I guess you gotta. She was trying to keep up with J Lo from the the couple years before. Good luck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not into all that uh, that style dancing stuff. But uh, I mean, I gotta respect like how difficult. And all, like the cardio, oh, and, yeah. all, and they're singing a bunch. Although a lot of it's lip singing, but like when they do sing, right, doing all them dance moves and everything, it ain't easy. She was keeping up with the youngsters. I mean, I got. I mean, she's got to be mid fifties, late fifties. But so is J Lo, right? J Lo's yeah. J Lo's probably fifty, and she can still do it. J Lo's back with uh, what's his name now, huh? Oh, I don't know. Who's keeping but, up with all this? Who she's back with? No, I just seen oh, her. I haven't seen it on social media. No, I've been <laughs> seeing it on uh, the Super Bowl. She was uh, Ben first back. Affleck. Mm. Oh, really? Yes. You think it's real or it's like one of those? Uh, you know, who knows? Publicity know. stunt. Yeah. yeah, Sandra thinks that um, the Kardashian and what's his name? Davidson is, it, was, is that his oh, name? Pete Davidson. P- yeah, she thinks that's a publicity. You publicity think? publicity you yeah it. there we go i got it <laughs> uh yeah i think so too like he's way t- i mean he's a comedian so i guess he's like cool to be around and stuff for some reason girls find that body attractive wait <laughs> i thought you were gonna say it. funny no, <laughs> was attractive that, that, that guy like but he looks like person? he's like never uh, been asleep yeah no no <laughs> he needs a nap tired yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, he looks like he's always just waking up. Yeah, so I don't know. Like That's he's always asleep. Mary J's 51. 51, oh, okay. Sandra yeah. coming in hot with a Google. Right? Yes, yes. sorry. Don't use Google. I, I was oh. listening to a podcast today. <laughs> Google is bad. <laughs> oh, no. Google owns the world. They're all bad. So What's the what other one do? you're supposed to use? Duck, duck, goose? No. Duck, duck, <laughs> go. Duck, duck, go. go. Okay, you. but this guy <laughs> said duck, duck, go is. is better, but Patriot is where to go because they don't have, uh, they don't record all your stuff 
So Patriot, go out there and uh, download the app for Patriot. Um, just listen to it today. It's pretty interesting. Um, I think a couple years ago, Google actually shut the internet down. Yeah, I was. I, I think I was listening to this for thing like forty minutes. Were, yeah, uh-huh. um, which is pretty interesting. All the all the uh, search engines have to go to Google's blacklist page to verify the whatever uh, URL you're looking for is not on the blacklist page. And if it is on the blacklist page, it can't show it. Mm-hmm. So Google runs the blacklist page. Wow. So if they wanted to shut down the internet, they just put everything on the blacklist page mm-hmm. and nothing will come up. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy to think that one company, one privately owned company has that much power. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very, very scary. Um, so... Uh, I think we just gotta we just gotta find things like you you know you kind of like your book and stuff though we gotta find ways around it. He also was saying that uh, Android, unless the battery is dead, it yeah. records everything mm-hmm. all the time, even if it's off. Even oh, if it's wow. off. Yeah. yeah so creepy. Uh, he said he said Apple's a little bit better, but it still it still gets it a lot of data. Better. It's still better. Um, yeah. But it, it was something like twelve gigabytes of. Think twelve or think twelve gigabytes of stuff it uploads to their servers every hour off your phone of the stuff that they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was actually kind of scary. Big brothers always listening, always listening. We just so last Wednesday we got um, we picked up Luke from school. And he was like, Dad, I need a, v- a VPN for my phone. And if you don't know what a... <laughs> Express a, VPN. Yeah, so if you don't know what a VPN, it's kind of like it protects your phone from a lot of that stuff. It, it, it you know, it um, it fakes the who the servers and stuff out to uh, not being you and you're like in China or something coming in. So they can't track what you want. Hmm. Um, but he he wants it because he can watch videos at school and play mm-hmm. games at school. He's yeah. tricking the school mm-hmm. district, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we were just talking about that. that. That's kind of smart. Trick. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's, yeah. he's going to be a coder, so it makes sense, you oh, yeah. know. Is he really? Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, he's actually, he codes his, uh, his robot. They're in uh, robotics, so he's the coder for his robot. Um, so they're just, going to state, by the way. Oh, yeah, shout out to do, like, the Battle of the Bots thing? What is yeah, it? it's kind of like yeah. that. Except they don't, like, kill each other. No. They do, like, uh, exercises. exercises and put rings on different things. Uh, and whoever, How cool is that? Yeah. Well, that's not as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but we you can defend and you can <laughs> run into and defend, but you can't, like, you can't purposely break another robot. But that comes in, like, I guess, college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he was talking about the VPN, right? And then, like, all of a sudden, my phone started acting weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it would not connect to the internet. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is going on? And this happened once before, and I remember how I fixed it, and I went, and I couldn't figure it out. A day and a half goes by. The only time I could get onto the internet was I was on Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And uh, so finally, I looked. I was just trying to scroll through and trying to figure out. Guess what? A VPN got turned on on my phone. There you go. Mm-hmm. What? Crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it seems like everybody's got some kind of story like that. I had one where... I can't remember what my friend texted me. But, but I didn't even have a VPN on my phone. Yeah, now you got one. Not why well, I had one. Uh-huh. Yeah, it got deleted. But I had something where my friend like texted me something, and then I started seeing those ads for it all over the place, but yeah. I didn't even search it or anything. Yeah. And, and I didn't type it up either. Like, they sent it yes. to me, and I was right. like... 
was pretty upset about that. Yeah, and they said uh, like uh, Google Home, Alexa, all those they yeah. listen all the time. Yeah, and um, you know they tell you it's for better. Uh, browsing and helping you find the things that you want, and it kind of learns you and all that stuff, which it does, but that's not the reason why. No. <laughs> yeah, the reason why is so they can collect your data. You are the product, yeah. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We are the product. Uh, they asked, what's the guy uh, from Facebook? Uh, Zucker. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. They asked him when he was on the uh, standing in front of Senate and everything, they asked him, you know, how do you make your money? He says, we sell advertisement. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they were saying that there was, you know, using these people for profit, you know, the users. And he goes, so what are you selling? He was like, advertise it. Mm-hmm. He goes, but where are you getting that information from? And then he was just like, uh, 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 you know, just like, so he's selling our stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. our information. Yeah. Without... Uh, well, our permission. I mean, we don't. We do. Our, we, he has our permission, right? You know, because we sign up we and sign we don't up. read the, all that. Mm-hmm. But it's either yes or no. It's not. Oh mm-hmm. no, just not that part, right? Yeah. So if you want to use it, you have to agree, yeah. right? Um, so, but yeah. you know, the sad part about that is, like today, I saw an ad and it was, um, it was for stretch mark cream, you know, and it's like the way that they were saying it and setting it up was really just feeding on. You know, self confidence mm-hmm. or the lack of self confidence, and I think that's really sad because they know, you know, a lot of people have that, and they're like feeding on that to get people to buy it. The yeah. girl, the girl, the video is crying, Aww. you know, and so upset over it, and I was just like, man, they just go after people, and that's just horrible. Yeah, and we seen that one of the ads on um, on the Super Bowl. It was. Uh, Google, I think it was a Google phone ad, and they were just like basically saying all the f- phones that came before this were racist because it didn't take <laughs> pictures of dark skin tones. What appropriately? Appropriately, yeah, yeah. it didn't. But every, show. Fo- but every one that they showed was in bad lighting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they just I'm, put like a sorry filter on it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's wow. just like, they're just all in people's emotions and everything to sell their product. They don't care. They don't care about no. dark skinned people. They don't You know, they care it. about selling their phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and sadly, a lot that's going on, you know, we're not a political podcast at all, but sadly, a lot of the stuff that's going on on the left right now, they're. They're doing exactly that. They don't care nothing about people. You know, it's all about getting their stuff done the way they want it so they can be millionaires, million and billionaires. So anyways, um, I don't even know how we got off on that. Mary J. Blige, 51, (laughs) dropping it like it's hot. Yeah. Mary J. I see you, girl. Uh, anyways, anyways, I got a, a song for you today. Uh, I've never heard of the y'all, y'all heard of twenty nine eleven worship before. No. Twenty nine. No. So I've never heard Caesar of it. Probably has. Uh, Sinner and saints. Uh, so let's let's listen to them today. I th- thought it was a pretty good song. It's just released, I think, a couple weeks ago.
Nice kick drum. Yeah. Thought that was mixed in there nice. It got a nice little kick drum. It got sounded a, good. Yeah. I think um, it's got a Maverick City feel of how they shot the video. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody in the big, yeah. the big room yeah. and got some microphones around the room and stuff like that, them worshiping. Uh, that guy's voice was kind of bothering me, though. What? Yeah, it was uh, different, right? Yeah. kind of... Like bohemianish, the the light, high, breathy. Yeah, he, yeah. he let out a come on at first, when, <laughs> and it kind of got me there. When I was when I and no offense to this dude, when I first heard, I didn't heard and saw him. I didn't know if it was a guy or a girl. Yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Sometimes though, that's a that's a pro in your voice, Michael Jackson, baby. Dang. That's true. Kind of a big a deal, male, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, he was the best, right? Yeah. So it worked for him. Maybe it'll work for this dude. Uh, 2911 Worship Check it out Center and Saints Did you say where that church is at? It didn't No I, I mean I have to Shall I Google it? Yeah, yeah. can <laughs> We're going to have to bring her in here Just to be on the Google machine yeah. Use, use <laughs> Patriot Use Patriot yeah, Definitely right. use Patriot Definitely use Patriot Don't let them know you're looking up church bands <laughs> <laughs> They'll shut your phone down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, While she's looking that up What you got James? You got any, uh, anything for? Oh for uh, Culture Corner is that Culture Corner week off can't even get things right now hey no i got you got it he uh david always gets his eyes real big every now and then you know he's trying to say something (laughs) yeah speaking with my eyebrows so i got more uh i got more animal facts all right didn't expect anything less (laughs) james always brings them animal stories oh man well i'll like skim through a bunch of current event stories and they'll all be boring lame and then it'll be some random animal story and i'm like oh that's super interesting (laughs) anyway some some peacocks in nebraska (laughs) or something i'm not like intentionally (laughs) seeking them out but they just they find because it's google bro it's google you looking at animal videos i search through like a bunch of stories and the one i'm always like oh that looks good just happens to be animal Uh anyway so this one started with uh chimpanzees so there is these uh some scientist in let's see this was published in february of this year so this was like a week ago um they found this they did they were studying this group of chimp of chimps and they found out that these chimps would um when they would get a wound or they'd like cut themselves or something they would catch it different types of insects and like stick them in their mouth and grind them up and then they would rub the insect into the wound oh wow and uh so they they're not totally sure what was going on there but they think it was had some kind of like healing property yeah pain relieving something or another and so these chimps would see one chimp do it and then the other chimps would do it and they would like do it to each other so like <laughs> literally monkey, <laughs> monkey see monkey do, monkey yeah, do. that's what I was thinking so it probably means absolutely nothing at all <laughs> so then I uh, so then I thought well what other animals do this kind of stuff oh. and apparently animals um medically treating themselves let's see if i can get this word right is called zoopharmacognosy okay i'm pretty sure i nailed that yeah i'm pretty sure i would sounds right to me i wouldn't know zoopharmacognosy so (laughs) anyway so here's some random zoopharmacognosy facts for you he's showing off by saying it over and over again (laughs) so the uh um i've had uh 200 species of birds will agitate um, ant nests to get the ants to spray them with pain-alleviating acids. So the bird will hurt themselves, and then they'll go roll around the ant nest, and the ants will spray them, and they'll be like, ah. Wow. (laughs) 
Ants per cream. Uh, <laughs> brown Ants bears. Ants per cream. Ants per cream. <laughs> brown bears will make a paste from spit and chewed OSHA root to both soothe and prevent insect bites. Hmm. Mm, so repellent. they're like spitting this stuff. From they got the anything over there for heartburn? Because I couldn't find my tubs mm, last night. <laughs> I ain't got one on it. Um, This one you've probably seen before. Uh, Lots of times dogs and cats will sometimes eat grass to make themselves vomit when they have an upset stomach. I remember I just been out there mosing on the grass last night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just barfed it all back up. Like a dog. Um, Here's another bird one. Uh, Male great bustards. Mm. Will seek out blister beetles before mating season. Hmm. Yeah, um, these toxic beetles can be lethal, but in the proper dose, they have been found to reduce gut bacteria that causes STDs. Oh, so, so the koalas need to get a hold of some of that. Uh, yeah, they <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know what area these great bustards are from, but uh, they need to ship them down to down under. Well, no, they need the the blister beetles. The blister beetles. Yeah. Anyway, that was just a few. I won't keep reading a ton. No, of come on, come on, give me two more. Well, I didn't write any more down. Oh, okay. And I don't want to look up the page. Oh, um, that's good stuff. Anyway, apparently this is going on. Yeah. I've, I've heard of one. I've heard of boars um, finding tree trunks that have copaiba in them and like stomping at them and then rolling the tree trunk. They got Why what? Do, they do it. It's called copaiba. It's a type of like, uh, I guess it's found in tree sap. Uh-huh. What do they do it for? They do, for like pain. Mm. So if they're, wow. they have a cut or a wound, mm-hmm. helps heal it. We probably have to drink like five gallons of it or something like that for you it. Think so. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we would need less than a boar. Yeah, we, right. You just see us going out <laughs> if to you a drink tree. Five and gallons, you might just you might OD. Be, you might be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. OD in the sap. <laughs> I guess you're right. I've been watching a lot of monkey videos lately. I don't know if that has anything. I to believe do it. Thing. I believe it. <laughs> More gorillas. Yeah. Gorillas, they just, silverbacks, they just, I, I showed her this uh, silverback that looked like he was on steroids. I still believe that was photoshopped. No, this is a real gorilla. Gorillas this, Did Google big. show it to you? <laughs> I got it on Patreon. <laughs> it's on the internet. It must, it must be. It must no, be. this is like a famous gorilla in uh, the Amazon that mm-hmm. they track him, but he's just like... He's Buff. ripped up like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. He's just like. You seen any of those kangaroo what? photos with like the Jack oh, kangaroos? Oh, the Jack kangaroos are yeah. Those are pretty dope too. That's like most kangaroos. Is that true? Yeah, they're yeah. jacked and they fight each other and they claw each other. They're intense. I watched this whole random marsupial doc. I seen a kangaroo versus a bear and the oh, yeah? kangaroo won. What kind of bear? I don't. I think it was a black bear. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. Does wow. Australia has black no, bears? No, it was just like, it, it I think it was like in a bear. reservation or something like that. They wasn't even supposed to be together, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, somehow. Yeah, this, these bears and kangaroos together. are not supposed to be together. <laughs> <laughs> and the kangaroos, they just boxed. Uh, this is, this is why God separated them. He knew they would fight. He knew right. it. <laughs> Have you ever seen them, though? Yeah, they lean back on their tails and then and they, they just kick each oh. other. Yeah. I heard they were dangerous. Insane. Like, you should avoid them if you yeah. go to Australia. Yeah, and they're big, too. They're like six foot tall. No, they're big. Bigger than that. Oh, yeah? The big male ones? 
and they got these big claws. Mm. Have you seen the one where the, the they're insane, dude? They guy? just jump around all day. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so jacked. It's crazy. Have you seen you the one like a nine foot dude who just jumps all day at like speeds of forty miles an hour? He can kick you hard. Are you? Do you have a phobia of kangaroos? <laughs> he loves animals. This is nothing new. To you. This is new to y'all. This is nothing new to us. I just, I just think if there was a kangaroo animal. in this room right now, but like, what's up, homie? No, you would we be probably terrified. wouldn't be just here talking. Oh, he's anyway. just calling zoology. I'm just saying, it's pretty big <laughs> and. Nature's interesting. That's yeah. it. It Nature is, is it interesting. Is. Yeah. So the one I like was this dude was watching TV and this big kangaroo just rolled up on his patio and was just mm-hmm. looking at him like through the glass, yeah. trying to get in. He was just like scratching out <laughs> the. And they like to punch. Yeah, they'll punch too. Oh my god, they kick. <laughs> and they punch. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen? And they're jacked. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't care. Have you seen do him you? with boxing gloves on? No. You had never seen a kangaroo with boxing gloves on? Not like a somebody. movie, right? What? So, There's a movie like that. Oh, maybe that's what I've seen. <laughs> I'm not kangaroo Jack. Yes. In the desert? Yes. I thought I'd seen something for real, but it was a movie. Look, this is the guy showing you things about gorillas. He thinks it's true. It's real. Yeah, I've seen that movie too. That same scene, I'm pretty sure he's rapping. He's like, we do the hip, the hop, the hip. He does. He does rap. Uh, no. Kangaroo hey, Jack was a good movie. I remember. Uh, I don't even think I've seen it, but I yeah. think I've seen that part of it. Oh. Okay. Twenty nine eleven church is from Temp, Arizona, or Tempe? Tempe. Tempe. Yeah, we're on kangaroos Tempe, now. Yeah. Look up how big kangaroos get. <laughs> And see, because I'm telling you, they get pretty big. Uh, kangaroo Jack or just regular? Just kangaroos. Just red, look up Red Roos. I'm pretty sure those are the big ones. Red oh, wow. Okay. Are they red? You, really? you know the names of yeah, them? I told everything? you I watched a doc the other day. <laughs> it's fresh on his mind. Oh. They had like koalas and all sorts of marsupials in there. I like llamas. The best. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like llamas. Like so, these kind? Sure. That's a Red Roo. Well, that was a... Uh, I don't know. Spot. Just look up big kangaroo. <laughs> look at him. I like the baby. He's jacked and he's laying on his side. Like, oh my goodness. That he's, right? he's like, come on here, little mama. He's romantic. <laughs> he's a romantic. He's a romantic a oh. kangaroo. He's holding a flower. Oh, man. That's funny. Did you see that one where the, that deer beat that hunter up? No. Oh, that was pretty funny. There was a hunter standing there. He was all camoed out, and this deer walked up to him and stood up on his bad legs and just pop, 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 pop. I feel like like that's kind of fair. He was trying to kill him. Look. Look at at his arms. I'm sorry. If you're out there listening, this dude's got, like, biceps. He just looked like Mark and Mark over here. Exactly. Mark Wahlberg right there in a kangaroo outfit. This dude's, like, twice the size of Mark Wahlberg. This is what I'm saying. How tall is he? Mark's not even that tall. How tall is... All right. I'll look up the height. He's looking like he could eat Mark Wahlberg. That's what you're saying. That's not real. The great big Australian. Yeah. No way. Yes, I'm telling you. That's yes, like a they are. Mixed. Yeah, with a kangaroo. Oh, they're only three foot eight. <laughs> well, it depends on. No, 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 no. no. It depends three on the foot eight. 
Uh, guys, there's a ton of species <laughs> of kangaroos, okay? They have small ones, and they have big ones. Uh, they gigantic. they go all the way up to, like, eight feet. Eight feet. All right, so there you go. Uh, the eastern gray kangaroo is the heaviest marsupial in the world, okay. and the red kangaroo is the largest. Didn't I say look up red roos? You did. Yeah, you I'm did. sorry. It does say from No three. respect around here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It does say three to eight feet, not three okay. foot eight. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm running. You probably couldn't get away. You can't get away. He g- no did you look at speed? No, I didn't look the speed you, up. It's probably four speed. foot seven. <laughs> what about really the kids? Speed. They're they're babies. <clears throat> well, they hang out in the pouches with mom, and then the mom runs really fast. Oh. So red kangaroos can go up to forty three miles an hour. Wonder how long. Red, let's see. Uh, they go for a long time, though, because they also have to run away from those wild dogs, so they call the d- dangos, the ding- dong, yeah, something like dingos. that. I'm getting the name dingos. wrong. Dingos. Dingos. There dingo, we go. It's a dingo. And those things are fast. <laughs> this is how, I mean, he just knows this <laughs> he stuff. He go all night with He's an animal, animal whisperer. Guys, we got to stop talking about kangaroos because he's getting all excited. the whole podcast is going to be me talking about kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that much about Oh, yeah, you do. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, you didn't think you did, but you do. Anyway, there's a good uh, Netflix. This is how he impressed <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. No, no, no. I watch this stuff while she's asleep. Oh, how man. long is she sleeping? <laughs> she's like, not another animal Netflix. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Uh, hey, for her, it's not Netflix the, uh, and chill. It's Netflix and sleep. <laughs> she likes to fall asleep to me watching whatever documentaries. Yeah, that sounds familiar, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Y'all seen the uh, the one about the octopus on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, the I smart the, uh, one. The, uh, okay. Octopus yeah. teacher yeah. one. It's yes. a good one. Right. My, me and my kids like to watch. It's a good too. one. Right, y'all just keep talking about that real quick. I want to <laughs> show y'all something. something. Okay. okay. Well, that was so octopus are like insanely smart. so smart. And uh, did I was it on here the other day? I was talking about um, these giant octopus. I think it's like the giant Pacific octopus that uh, I guess not. I'm just going to say the whole thing. Um, when the females go to have babies, they lay they they oh gosh they leave. It's like a thousand eggs or something like that. And so before they uh, before they hatch all these eggs. They go and they eat like a ton of calories, like 6,000 calories a day, like crazy stuff like that. And then they go find a little cave and they just sit in there because in order to have their babies safe and like the most of them hatch, uh, they have to like keep the current just right to make sure algae doesn't grow on the eggs and all this kind of stuff. Mm. So they get in these little holes and they just stay there until they die and just protect the eggs and hope that uh, they make it like that. This is a blanket octopus. Look at this thing. Oh, yeah. It's Look beautiful. at that. It's very rare that these things are seen. It looks it kind of have, like a squid. A yeah, bit. it doesn't have uh, regular tentacles like an octopus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a blanket that comes behind them, and he's like uh, multicolor. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Here's another fun octopus fact. If you uh, go catch an octopus, like spearfishing or something like that, um, the way to kill it, because they're look at, super look at smart. Look at that. Oh, that's insane. Wow. It's like a giant betta fish. Yes. Look at that. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Whoa. 
None of y'all have seen this, so it doesn't matter to y'all. Go out and look, look at Blanket Octopus on YouTube. Anyway, if you catch one and you want to eat That's it. That's pretty cool stuff. You have to kill it right there. And in order to kill them, you have to, you go, you got to find the beak because they have beaks for mm-hmm. mouths. And you have to do, and you lay, it's like right on the beak or right behind the beak or something. You have to bite it and you basically just crush their brain <gasps> circuits. Why do you have to use your teeth? Because my mama told me not to do stuff no, like that. No, because they're so malleable and they just bend right, and they're smart, so they'll move around and get. They are so like you have to like go artists. pull them out, and they you have do. to like grab their head and find the beak, and then just. Oh, who wants so octopus that get bad? I, me. I just go spearfishing I mean, in Hawaii. That yeah. person. I just go to a restaurant. Just go to a restaurant. They serve it to you already no, they're done. They're really in. soft, so. It's, <laughs> Besides the beaks, but uh, right. That's like when I take my kids fishing. We just throw it back and I take them to a seafood restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your kitchen hardheads just throwing them back. Yeah, just take them to get a nice piece of fish when we're done. I gave it to the restaurant. They're cooking it for you. <laughs> yeah, they know I'm not. Uh-uh, it's oh, too much. will do that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Anyways, that was my culture fancy. corner. I got a culture corner. Let's hear. Um, Going back to Florida, we you know, we we love Florida around here, uh, but in Florida, I think it's pretty interesting because uh, Governor what, what's his name DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis. Yeah. It says uh, the Florida State Governor will monitor university students and faculty's beliefs because right now there's such a one side leftist left of less leftist. I'm struggling today. Words are tough today. Oh, man. Uh, leftist <laughs> beliefs that they're indoctrinating our kids. Mm-hmm. So what he's saying is he's going to be sending out um, different surveys. studies, surveys, and to find to make sure that our kids that are going to college are not... Um, only hearing one side. Yeah, not only hearing one side. I don't know, though. I mean, that sounds good, but... Uh, then you're like hiring people or firing people based on their beliefs, which is not good. Oh yeah, that isn't. So right. yeah, well, this is. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. But the problem is with uh, academia is. Well, you don't have to believe to present information. You can correct. say but one does, side. But does what you just said mean side. that like if I'm a liberal, whatever? And I'm applying for this job. They're going to say, no, we've got too many of you already. We're looking for Republican voices. <laughs> Probably. No, because I don't think they can it, discriminate based on your political beliefs. No, maybe they'll just go in and be like, I need you to teach this less uh, liberally based on, based on what your viewpoint is and just yeah. straight facts. Right. Yeah. Being, so that don- would be better. Dogmatic uh, on both sides. Um yeah, he's basically it said it was just like one of those things that they're pushing just one side mm-hmm. and they wanted it to be taught from both sides. Multiple viewpoints. Yeah. yeah. And I think and, and his thing is is like either you'll do it or we'll cut funding. Mm. So But so he's doing this to try to get them to present different viewpoints, viewpoints. information and stuff. Right. Because I mean like if you send a I mean, even um just say you send your kid to Baylor University. Yeah. We said we'd we like okay, that's a, a Baptist school that our kids should be safe there, but they're not. Um, they're not even at a, at a Baptist university anymore because because of the way the laws are set up, all religions have to be taught there mm-hmm. because it's a religious school. So if they <clears throat> if they say that no Muslim or no Hindu or no now we're being whatever you would call that not discriminatory ra- discriminatory towards a certain. Um, religion, and then that would be they would be able to shut your college down for that. So 
you actually have to sit through, um, I think, four different semesters of four different religions, even at Baylor. And mm. I think that's scary um, that our kids are coming out of youth group and going right into mainstream colleges and everything that they've ever been taught is, is challenged by <clears throat> academia and they're in their own universe. They get they go into academia and they never come out and they just talk about what they've always talked about. It's an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not even in the real world because they're just on these campuses teaching the same thing over and over again and never experiencing real world uh, life. And then these kids come out confused and don't know if they're boys or girls or, um, you know, I mean, it's just some of the stuff you see these people talking about on TikTok is this a direct effect from the universities they've been in. Is Baylor considered a Baptist school, though? I mean, for forever it was. It seems like if because they don't they usually have like Baptist in the name or something like that. Like, this yeah, but I Baptist think whatever college. No. No, not all the time, but I think that at, at one point they probably dropped it just so they could get more inclusive. So if I went to like, uh, what's the college that um, they always send the youth to? For it's in San Antonio. Oh, the Discovery Camp. What is no, it? Not Discovery. International Bible. So, like, do they have college. to teach like the things you just said? It's probably a nonprofit, one? so they wouldn't have to. Okay, because I was going to say that because I was because that didn't sound. Like I'd never heard that before, because I know there's lots of religious schools out right. there, and it, I don't, I'd never heard of that. And most of them are nonprofits. Uh, but I wonder if that applies to public and private universities. Because that makes sense if it's like rules. a public, right? Yeah. Well, for him, these are funded by the the state, so, so those are public. Okay. Yeah. So. so there's not anything they can do about private universities, which Baylor would be private, so they wouldn't have to follow. Generally, yeah. Yeah. generally, yeah. Well, that's why it costs knows, more right? money to go there. No, oh, it costs more money. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Luke it's just 30, got this uh, this packet in for from Rice. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What was it? Seventy two thousand a year. Seventy two thousand oh, dollars a year. Man, that sounds about. And that's where he I wants to go. Like I told him. <laughs> yeah, you know, my dad told me about wants. I can't say it on air. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, maybe you get That's what I said. That's what I told It's really us. smart, right? Yeah. 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 You're going to have to get half a million dollars but, yeah, of scholarships to go got there. Like 60 grand a semester or a year. Like, that's still like 12 grand left. Yeah. yeah. You know, a well, year. We, we already told them, like, if you want us to pay for college, you're going to a community college the first two years because yeah. nobody looks at right. your first two nobody years. Cares about the first two years. No. Get your math in, get your Plus, English so in. Plus, so many people change their mind. <clears throat> yes. Yes. There's no point in yeah. spending all that money. And you're just going to spend, you know, Three or four or five thousand dollars a year in mm-hmm. the first two years. Maybe not even. Depending. Yeah, depending on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, you know, in his school, he he's doing like pre cal and all that stuff before he even gets out of yeah um, high school and stuff. You know, yeah. it's dual credit it's the way stuff. Way to do it if you can. Yeah. So yeah, I want to say when I went to San Jack, I think I took. I want to say I had like four classes a semester, and my tuition was like eight hundred something. That's yeah. not including books and whatever, right? But so you know, total a semester like well, like twelve hundred, right? Or something like that. Doing twenty five hundred dollars a year, yeah. Which you know, <clears throat> you're working at Chick Fil A, paying for that's still a lot of money, yeah. But uh, compared to. 30, 40 grand or whatever. Yeah. Like, we were lucky doable. enough. Yeah. We were lucky enough to only take one loan out for all of Sandra's school. Yeah. You know, and that was the last master's degree, I think. Um, 
But the rest of it, you know, when she went to um, San Jack and mm-hmm. University of Houston, and she got a good education, you know. Yeah. And she's not, you know, she didn't come out owing hundreds of thousand dollars a year. And there's there's people that are that are retiring right now, and their Social Security is being taken because because of school debt because they still owe yeah. their social security mm-hmm. like these people what they're supposed to live on their their pennies that they're getting the government's taking because of, because of school debt mm-hmm. and these are the same schools that 20 years ago you could even like say uh university of texas or let's say 30 years ago you could still work a part-time job and pay mm-hmm. for university of texas texas now there's no way no way there's no way uh, it's just it's just unbelievable, just crazy. Anyways, <laughs> enough of the schools and uh, kangaroo talk. Let's go ahead and get into why serious. we're here. Yeah. All right. So I meditate. Let's just that, talk about though. you for a second. Oh no. Who is Amanda Brown? Um, so if we go back, and I, I like asking this question. If we go back to Fifteen-year-old uh, Amanda Brown. Who was she? Because this is kind of like a like a, a point in life where, um, you know, you have to start making choices. You know, you're not a baby no more. You're kind of getting ready. With that's uh, high school, right? You're going into high school, thinking about college. Um, so, if we go back to fifteen-year-old Amanda Brown, who who are who we talking to? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I've always hated questions about myself. You know, when they like make you go around the room and you have to, like say a word about yourself. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Well, guess what? This whole podcast okay. is about you. <laughs> you and kangaroos. Oh, no. and kangaroos. Amanda and kangaroos <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty much the same as I was back then. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm like an introverted person. I was like that. Um. Kind of always felt a little different than my peers, a little out of place. I kind of, part of the reason why I wrote this book, actually. Yeah. Where, um, where did you go to school? High school? Sam Rayburn. Sam Rayburn. All right. Oh, All me right. too. You oh. got some alumni got here. Texans, right? And you graduated yeah. when? 2008. Oh, no. <laughs> Sam that's that, Hey, that's some Deer Park snobbish over there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 dear. I don't care about school spirit at all. That was just. For <laughs> See, look, I'm you sorry. can have claps for Sam. Yay! Yay! Thank Uncle you. Sam. Uh, when, when did you say you graduated? 2008. Oh, she's oh, a baby. Yeah. I'm 32 like, years old. Yeah. She's hey, I was 12, so I'm even younger. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just have a beard, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start serving the Lord? I was saved when I was 21. 21. So yeah. was there any like religious backgrounds and stuff in, in your family or anything like that? So No, they never talked about God, nothing like that. So when uh, what did that look like? Who introduced you to God and that whole thing? <clears throat> so I always like I was believed, I think. Um even though nobody really talked about it, I would hear, you know, some of my friends would talk about it and I kind of was like I really like that like I felt like I really you know and looking back I can remember times when I would be I would be praying and I didn't even realize that I was praying you know and um times that he would just you know speak to me and I didn't even know like you know I had no idea that that's who it was um I mean I'm so thankful now looking Great. back that's good yeah and times like he just really saved me you know in my 
my life. So. so did somebody invite you to church? Yeah, well, I started dating my husband, Mike, um, and Linda, his mom, she invited me to church. Shout out to Linda. She's over there in the corner being quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I was like immediately like, yes. And, I mean, I was sold. I was sold. Like, yes. I wanted, you know, I didn't get saved this that day, but I had a little bit of some stumbling, some stumbling blocks whenever, you know, they would talk about Jesus loves you like, you know, your dad loves you. And I was like, oh, I don't want any part of that. Like, that was scary to me. I was right. like, I don't, because I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. So I was like, oh, I don't think that uh-huh. sounds good. Um, but after a while, I was like, yeah, I I just love him. You know, I need, I need this. And got completely sold out. That was kind of like Sandra. Sandra, her, her family never really went to church consistently or anything like that but she loved the lord since she was a little girl and, yeah. and uh, it was kind of the kind of the same same thing where she just knew that there was a god and it didn't matter what you know bus that came through she was getting on it because she just wanted to go to wanted yes. to go to church mm-hmm. so um that and the jelly donut they gave you after sunday school <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm a donut kind of girl <laughs> uh, <laughs> Raspberries? Oh, whatever. Powdered. (laughs) It was normally the the little baby powder done. Uh, When did you and uh, Mike started dating? How old Uh, were you? In high school or after that? No, it was after that. I was 20. Okay. Yeah. And and, uh, how old is he? He's 35. So he's a few years older mm-hmm. than you? Okay. It's yeah. good. good thing y'all waited until y'all got out of high school. <laughs> that would have been a whole different conversation. <laughs> so tell me the influence that uh, that Linda's been in your life. Because I, there's, a, there's a lot of stories, and I don't want you to make Linda blush or anything, but there's, there's a lot of people that probably have this same testimony that mm-hmm. you're going to give. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like my... She told me she's my mom. I consider her my mom because I'm not close to mine, and she's my mom. And but also like my biblical mother, you know, mm-hmm. to me, spiritual it's mom, my spiritual mom. Thank Absolutely. you. Yes, um, I go to her for mostly anything. Like uh, if I read my Bible and don't understand something, she's the person that I'll call and go to. Even like marriage advice, even though I'm married to her son, <laughs> I call her. <laughs> so is that advice. difficult? No. Is that uh, difficult for you? No. no. You can just give her the answer, whatever the she correct never, answer yeah, is. Yeah, she doesn't play sides. She never, like, because he's her son, she doesn't tell me, like, he's right. <laughs> she just biblically, biblically gives me advice, and that's what I look for, you know? Right. So. I, I remember when Sandra and I was first married, we got in a fight, or I don't, I've probably done something really bad. <laughs> and uh, she left, and she went home. To her house, and her mom was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, you picked them. Go work it out." And if she it was, made me go back, she, she told me that sometimes. <laughs> but if it, she wouldn't have done like, that, uh, no safe place. She, you know, she was just However, like. However, your mom said you can come to my house. I'm sure it's his fault. Yeah, I mean, so I'm sure it was. I'm not denying that at all. Uh, but her mom just like, is is he hitting you? Like, you know, is he abusing you? And it's no, like, no, just, it's just being a jerk, just being a jerk and not doing the right things. And uh, but what is if it wasn't for like good sound advice, you know, we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't have this, you know, this thing that we built together, this family that we built together. And we need those people in our lives that give yes. you that sound 
advice even when you don't want to hear it, you know, even when it's your fault. And uh, So it's good to have people in your life like that. Yes, definitely. That's who she is for me. Yeah. So uh, how many babies you got? Three. Three wonderful babies. What's yeah. their name? Shout out to the babies Ooh. right now. Uh, Pepper, she's eight years old. Yeah. Baby, she's six. And Banner, he's one. He's wild. And all of them are so cute. Thank they you. Are. They are. I mean, <laughs> so like, th- they could be like one of those baby factories and they, <laughs> top dollar, you know? I mean, top dollar. Top dollar. <laughs> you pay for these babies. A lot. Those baby babies. Baby models. Yes, they are baby. All of them are baby oh models. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. So they're much. they're so the precious. most beautiful. Um, any more? <laughs> we might adopt. One, but I don't think any more biologically, no. Yeah. Just so y'all do want one? Yeah, I think think it's important for us to adopt one. That's good. There's a lot of that going on right now. Yeah. A lot of it's going on. Um, I think that's healthy. I think that if more people would do that, or probably, I know there's like, um, and we probably should do a whole show on adoption because uh, my oldest son has adopted Adam. Y'all know Adam and I adopted Mm -hmm. him when he was five? five years old um and uh i think that there's i I need to talk to him to see if he would come in and and just and talk about that side of it we've we've never hidden it from him um but we've really never had any deep discussions we've always told him whatever he wanted to talk about we would talk about um but i think that's it's important that um people that are able to do stuff like that and it comes with its own um, its own challenges yeah. and stuff, you know, because uh, when you have two Christians coming together, you have that Christian bloodline, you know, and 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 that means something. And when you bring some somebody in that has so many issues at a young age, a lot of that stuff carries over. Even when you love them as much as you can love them, a lot of that stuff carries over. So, um, I for the ones that are doing it, you know, when we got. Pastor Bobby Cervantes that was adopted and he turned out to be a, a, a great, great guy. Yeah, you know, Mike was adopted. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was adopted. I hope that was okay to share. It yeah. is now, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it is. Sorry. No, he is, he's always known that he was adopted but I, and my dad was also adopted. Oh, wow. So it's kind of in our family. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think it's great. I think, you know, anybody can have a baby but when you choose... When you choose something, there's there's something special about that. When you choose uh, to have uh, somebody um, come into your family like that, and uh, yeah, so it's good. Um, so when we're talking about your book, so um, before we get into the book, how like um, your age, you're 31, you said 32, 32. So you don't remember. He doesn't remember a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> He's okay. at that age. Now. You don't remember the world with that, without internet. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember it because I was 16 when I got my first phone, but it wasn't a smartphone. Yeah. You know, right. It was okay. like a flip. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't even flip actually. It was just like, mine was the, a brick phone. <laughs> y'all remember the, oh, sorry, I guess I'm jacking my throat. Y'all remember the juke? Yes, oh, yeah. the side. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was my first phone. That was a cool. I wanted that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. But y'all didn't want to know what it my wasn't first really phone. Really, any good? I mean, it was fine. But th- that, that makes was me it. happy to hear. Aside from the stick that it slid to the side. That well, we had yeah. the sidekick or something like that that slid, right? This- yeah, yeah, but that's different than the juke because because you had like you could flip it 
or then they had the ones where they just like the whole thing oh, slid. Yeah, yeah, but this yeah. one was like it was like a switchblade. Like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. you could just yeah. pull it out and you're real cool. You're like, yeah, you you know? push it with just your thumb and push it with your thumb. Oh yeah, I remember. Everybody those. be like, oh look at them. That was mine. It was affordable. So my first phone was a hundred minutes for a hundred dollars a month. Woo. A hundred minutes for a hundred dollars. Talk fast. Yeah, like valuable you, conversation. Yeah, you, yeah. Well, so we still carried pagers back then because yeah, if it was wish that beepers. it was kind of like that, so people wouldn't hit me up as much as they do. For yeah, sense. I agree with that. <laughs> you know actually, I, mean? I don't really. You're like wasting that. my minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to have my a minutes cut. for more important people. <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm gonna just start telling people, "Hey, I got a new phone plan." Like, don't, don't talk to me unless it's really important because you're costing me like 27 cents. Well, that's funny that you said that. I just heard a UFC fighter yesterday talk about that. He was like, because you know that he would be an interview, and the guy's like, "I know you don't do a lot of interviews." He's like, "Yeah, my people even know like." Don't call me. And he always used the excuse that he had a bad phone plan. Mm-hmm. But now that he's like made it and all these big fights and stuff, dollars. he can afford it. So now he has to answer the phone. <laughs> uh, the way my bank account works. So you pretty much grew up with internet and different things. Yeah. You watch social media grow. Yes. And um, so was how big of a part of your life was that? Was you like the rest of the, you know the youngsters that were just like no, <laughs> that's what's funny. Whenever God told me to write this book, I was like, I am not the right person to be writing this because mm-hmm. um, I'm just not. I'm mean, not tech savvy. First of mm-hmm. all, I'm just not like uh, very social. Actually, I'm pretty introverted. That's, just, that's kind of like surprises me a little bit because when we see you we see a very bubbly happy so I feel really comfortable with my, y'all are my church family yeah and I feel comfortable when I feel comfortable with you I feel like I can kind of but around most people I'm just not I'm quiet yeah no I'm not shy I just I recharge by myself I guess yeah there you go you know best way to describe that's Sandra too she can be very social but she recharges by herself yes same way same way so yeah I was surprised when God told me to write this book I I literally was like you sure about this (laughs) because so what is your go to social media Instagram Instagram yeah I prefer I actually really didn't want to want I okay I haven't had Facebook for very long again I got off of it I wasn't on for like six years Mm -hmm. I didn't have it and then um had my kids and everybody kept telling me like can you post pictures of your kids and I don't get on Instagram please post it on Facebook and so I eventually got sucked back back in that way but before I wanted to stay on MySpace for so long my friends kept telling me come on come to Facebook, you know, MySpace. Yeah, they Did you ever literally. Have MySpace? Yes, never that was the best. That was way better. I never had way it. better. I never had you, never, you never had it. it was I, I he was never too had young. Anything. He was too young. He's like two years younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah well. well, I was. Let's see. I was in like junior high when social media stuff started being a thing and but i was like late with everything i was like a few years behind yeah that's all i was like with I think. phones with yeah that's everything. the same i feel the same way but um but yeah once i got to where first it was like the internet issue it was like we had sorry dial up so <laughs> even if i wanted to have something like it wasn't gonna work and then eventually we got to where we could have uh had whatever but uh yeah i just wasn't interested in like i as a kid i was always like 
Uh, I was very angry. I was very like, everything's stupid. You, this is stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. Everything's dumb. So it's like, if people like that, then but you're like, animals no. were still your love. No. <laughs> you didn't like animals back then. I mean, were, ever, animals were stupid. Everything was just like, ugh. You're just one like, of those kids. You, everybody knows those kids. Yeah, that everything's know. stupid. A little, a little but numb. I wasn't like a jerk about it, but I just didn't care about anything. Yeah. And so like, if you went to, I hated school. So like the idea of talking to kids from school oh, once yeah. I got home, is like the worst it's like I finally got away from all you horrible people (laughs) and now you want me to just talk at some point I had an Xbox Live account so you know Xbox Live is like you can play Xbox with kids on the internet basically Yes. and so at some point I got this account and uh, you just would play with random people on the internet and that was kind of fun because you never had to see those people but then kids from school would be like oh they would find my account or something and they would like try to chat with me and stuff and be like oh so you're making your next high school reunion very fun for yourself oh he would never go to a high school reunion no me neither <laughs> oh, high school reunion. Yeah, no, there's no way. What if, if there's they had uh, kangaroos there. Yeah, what if they said free kangaroo pets? <laughs> I would say you guys are idiots. Kangaroos. They're eight foot tall, two hundred pounds. You wouldn't go to like videos. rescue them, like to warn no, them. No, kangaroos. No, no. no. So these when when the uh, whole you know uh, the Xbox Live or PlayStation Live or whatever come out, my older boys, which or your age, mm-hmm. they would get on there. Well. Somebody would cuss, you know, oh, and yeah. my mom would it's get very a, common. She would get on there, and she was just like, "Look, this is Joshua's <laughs> grandma. Y'all need to cut, cuss, cut all that cussing oh, out." <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah, she would do that. You my know, heart. Okay, but see what she doesn't understand. She just made oh. all those kids cuss so much more. Your oh. and grandma just got. Oh, they would. Few, yeah, that for would, sure. They. No one, not not at that time. Yeah. Not while well, because she would say, "I'm listening. I'm, I'm listen, sitting I'm right, right here now. in the living room, uh, yeah. and I'm listening." She would get on to all of them that and then adorable. they stop. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that they stopped. That's not the kids I grew up uh, <laughs> <laughs> with. What was PlayStation? You was on that crappy Xbox. Oh, yeah. Xbox so, had Halo. That's all I can say. Yeah, you're right about that. That's why I was on there. Oh, I don't want to tell you my Halo stories. Oh, no. Anyways... <laughs> uh, so, did, was you inspired to write books before? Have you yes. always like been good in English yeah. and all yeah. that stuff, and always been like a yeah? I've always been a book nerd. nerd always, mm, I yeah. love books. I've always written. I've I'm pretty good at it. God gave me that talent. So yeah, I've always been inspired to write a book. And this was not the book that I thought I would write first. <laughs> Never crossed my mind ever in my life, to be honest with you. So uh, you always had like diaries and stuff like that. You would always, or what do they call it? Like uh, journals, journals and stuff. No, no, <laughs> no. You, you, I wouldn't journal. I would just like make stories up. I guess. Oh really? <laughs> like a nerd. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's super creative. I wish I was creative writing journal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your word skills that you're trying to say, I don't know. They'd be like, what's he trying to say here? <laughs> somebody, somebody. Do it print somebody out all translate. your, I'm a good all your attempts at spelling it right. She could, she could read my stuff. Yeah, I sure can. Yeah. Yeah. She could read five-year-old stuff. She could read mine. I'm not, my handwriting is actually terrible, too. 
It's awful. No, I just don't know how to spell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant your handwriting. No, I actually <laughs> like, got pretty decent handwriting. Oh, mine's terrible. Yeah, mine's not good. But I heard that like creative people have bad handwriting. Yeah. And I, that's true for me. You're creative too, right? Because you're yeah, a musician. My, my handwriting's horrible. See, look. I, it's legible, but it looks really bad. See, I think that's... I think that, Are you creative? I'm very creative. Oh, well. You need to have bad handwriting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have a lot of bad other stuff, so... Oh, it's okay. spelling well, makes up it's for spelling, it. Spelling, yeah. Spelling, yeah. I'm pretty good at spelling. I want a spelling bee once. Really? Yeah. Don't don't I used don't to put beat me on the spot people or anything, that but super califragilistic <laughs> no, no. theologians go. <laughs> that was She's a definite. Like, yeah, no. No, we can do that one. I've been doing that one since fourth grade. Did I tell you all my spelling bee story on here? <laughs> oh no. Have I? I'll tell it real quick. I'm horrible at spelling as well. And in um, sometime in elementary school, like third grade or something like that, they made you audition for the spelling bee. And so the way they did it was uh, everybody stood up by their desk and they would just go around the room and give you a word. And if you spelled it right, you kept standing. And if you spelled it wrong, you had to sit down until they got to like the last one standing. And then those people would go compete in like the actual spelling bee or whatever. And uh, they got to me and my word was filet. And um, I'm horrible at spelling. I, I had no, I really didn't want to do it. And I had no idea how filet was spelled. And I, so I was just like, I'll just say some letters and sit down or whatever, right? So they, I said, uh, filet, um, F-L-E. I was like, flood. And I was just like, A. And then it hit me. I said, oh, wait, that spells flea. And then I just sat down. <laughs> and, and that was, so I said, filet, F-L-E-A. Wait, flea. that spells flea. At least you knew and that I it spelled down. flea. Yeah. And just sat down, and that was it. And yeah. I, I didn't make it to the spelling bee. That's sad. But That's you were thankful story. for that. I was very thankful. Yeah, because you yeah. have to hang out with the jerk face kids in the spelling bee. <laughs> with Amanda. Yeah, with me. You would have hated me. You would have hated me. In high school, they made me, my dad made me uh, audition for like the the choir or whatever, the district stuff oh. or whatever. And so I made like mediocre men's choir or whatever. And I was so mad because then that meant you had to go up there on the weekend and spend all Saturday there. It's all them kids. It was the worst. <laughs> I was so mad that I made Extra it. hours with those kids you went I to high so school mad. with. So are you still that way or you still don't like hanging out with... No, no. I eventually realized it's a really not good way to live. So I stopped doing that. But um, a lot of... A lot like social media stuff, a lot of like socializing things I still hate and think is stupid, but yeah. uh, there's plenty of there's plenty of good people out there. Like yeah. the idea that you're the only pleasant person in the world is such a stupid idea. Yeah, something's wrong with your thought, <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So to have, that was that like you two, you just want to hang out with nobody? No, I didn't want to hang out with anybody. So either. did you have friends? Like, not, I'm not trying to be funny, but like, did you have friends? Yeah, or? I had like one or two friends. Yeah, and that well, was just by choice. People would talk to me, but I just, yeah, that was by choice. And that's where yeah. your creative writing came in. You just like she just I wrote made, about her fake her, world, yeah, her, and her, her made fake up friends, characters. And, it's a much better place. That was when reality. I was younger, yeah. But now I don't do that. <laughs> so, did you have uh, plans to write a different book? Yeah, I'm, I knew that God wanted me to write a book, and He would give me things to write about on social media, and mm-hmm. I would post them, and that. Honestly, the only reason I was able to post them and confidently post them was because I knew that he told me what to say and what to write. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't because I'm just not that way. Right. <laughs> so I put myself out there like that. Yeah. So let's talk about the book. So um, the name of it is what? Social Connection. Social Connection. Um, and so 
we read, well, I read her the first four pages before it really got into the oh. journal or whatever part of it. Did you like it? I did. I loved it. Um, besides my reading, it was pretty good. Um, so just just walk us through about how, what the Lord put on your heart and, and why you think that it was so important to write this book at this time. Okay, so um, I'm going to start with a few years back. I was in church, and uh, it was quiet before service started, before worship, anything. And I was struggling with, I'm an empath. Um, I don't know if you know what that means. There's, I feel things very deeply. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling with that. Like uh, It was kind of not going very well for me. Uh, so I was praying, Lord, like help me be different. I just don't want to be, I don't want to be like this anymore. It's just exhausting to just feel all these things all the time, you know. And he was like, you know, I made you, I made you, like, how you are for a reason. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. And he pointed out um, Esther to me. Whenever, Four, 14. Yes, 415. 415. Yeah, born, born for such a time as this, which I was like, n- like, no. <laughs> That's how I felt. Because like I said, I always feel out of place. Like not just, you know, we're in the world, not of the world, not just that, but just, in general, just always different and just very out of place. That's how I've always felt. So I was like, I don't know. That doesn't seem right, Lord. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Um, but then whenever he brought this book, you know, told me that I was going to write this book, I was like, okay, yeah, because this is how we connect uh, most of the time now is mm-hmm. through social media. Most people yeah. You know, this is how we talk. It's not even just connection, but like we get our news from there and everything. Everything. If, if you're if you're waiting for the the evening news, you're like you're late to the party, right? Right. Because it's all coming through social media. Yeah. 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 So. So, uh, why do you think this book is so relevant for this time right now? So, um, three point six billion people use social media yeah that was crazy when i read that 3.6 billion mind-blowing mind-blowing to me so i was just thinking about you know jesus on the mount talk to five thousand people no microphone you know didn't need a podcast Mm -hmm, didn't need anything like that and spoke to those people and look at this at our fingertips that we have that we can talk to these people Mm -hmm. you know that we can reach out and love them and share the love of christ and literally be the hands of jesus that we're we're called to be yeah you know. I think that's good because when you're looking, you know, coming from the business world, you're always looking for return on investment, right? They're always talking about ROI. How, yeah. how do you get the the best dollar, for, you know, book, book? What, how, what, how's it go? Bang for, for your, your buck. Bang for your buck. Man, Rushing I am struggling it. today. It. <laughs> Bang for your buck. Um, and then when we're talking about, you know, spreading the love of Jesus, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you got 3.5 billion people right out of your hands and you don't have to pay for any of it, right? right? You don't have to take mission trips. You don't have to raise money and fly across the yes. world. And most Christians are on it already. Right. It's like you're already using it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I, I mean, I think that's just uh, just a, a great time. So you you talk about a couple of different strategies. You yes. know, you could talk about, um, so just tell us kind of about the, the different strategies you have uh, using the, the, the daily um, prayer. It's a journal. it's a prayer journal. Yeah, right. prayer so, journal. um, so there's a lot of people that are addicted to social media. When we think of putting things before God, I think we think of things we worship, and it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not worshiping that, so I'm not putting it above Him, you know, before Him. But it's like 
if you're waking up and the first thing you do is looking at your social media, then you are putting that above him. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if that's the first place you go to to vent or, you know, look up answers for a problem, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, then you are, you know, you're putting it above him. So I kind of touch on that, that you should give your first hour of your day to God before you pick up your phone. Um, ways to be able to use social media where you're not pulled down. Cause I know that it's easier for us to be pulled down. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it was inter- interesting when you say that, like you said, um, invest in a regular alarm clock. Yes. Right. So you don't Real have like card. that. Uh, reach over your phone to yeah. see what time it is or turn the alarm off because you're automatically like now you're hooked in. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, I think everybody should do that because it's easy to make an excuse to yourself. Like I'm just going to turn my alarm off, but then you're going to see it, you know? And I recommend people whenever they take breaks that to move that off your phone screen or at least even delete the app because you're going to mentally go there Mm-hmm. Um, without even thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. And then turn off the pop-ups. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, as yeah. soon as that pop-ups, you're coming and you're tapping on it and then you, you just, you're off the scrolling, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you got arthritis in your thumbs. <laughs> um, did you... There is a science behind everything and how it scrolls and yeah. they've done studies on how to keep people on longer. So did you see the Netflix special, uh, Social Dilemma? Dilemma. Social Dilemma. Um, I started watching it, but I haven't finished it. Oh, man, it's yeah. so great. It's so giving great. me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, so, what is the other strategy you use? You you know don't don't wake up with your phone in your hand. Yeah. Uh, pray. Don't touch your phone for the first hour of the day. Yeah, is that what it was for the first hour? Yeah, and I mean I would prefer like the first hour before you go to sleep as well. Um, right. But I mean I feel like a lot of people do that. Hopefully they're not laying in bed. Uh oh! No, a lot of people. Are right, right if you're there, laying in bed, laying on your back with your, with your like over next your to face? your spouse, looking at your phone, mm, that's hardly yeah. giving them attention. Mm. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people do that's that. That's not good though. for your marriage. So, mm. yeah, I mean that's true. I mean we got in a rut, real bad rut at one time, and we were just for an hour we laid in our bed, and it was just like one of those things, just like we're laying here together. You know, we're being together, but we're uh-huh. not together. But you're not uh-huh. connected. And he's like, look at this funny kangaroo video. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> look at this kangaroo video James shared with me. <laughs> look at this funny cat video. If I had, it would have brought you all together. No. It would have been really captivating and interesting. That is, no. Uh-uh. We, I had to have a talk with him. She acts like Put it was it all me. Because <laughs> she, she was Put on her up. phone, too. Yeah. We, we have rules. Yes. We have rules with up. our phones. Like we don't we don't use them when we eat. Mm-hmm. Um, we try. We have kids, you know, and they're not teenagers yet. But we want to kind of show them how we would want them to use the phone if yeah. and when they get one. Uh, our kid, which well, hopefully won't be till they're like seventeen years old at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have we have uh, strict rules. Like we don't do um phones or video games or social media at all during the week. Mm, that's good. Only Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Now they do get to watch a little bit of TV uh, in the evenings after homework, homework dinner, or bath. dinner, all that's done. <laughs> the important uh, stuff. Or if we're up here and they're down there by ourselves, you know, we'll turn the TV on for them or something like that, but uh we just really try to, you know, just not fill their minds full you of know, all that stuff. You know, that's really like good parenting good parenting because i mean i followed he's passed away now but i used to follow him on instagram his name was colin karchner um i don't know if you've ever heard of him but he has a hashtag save the kids and he talks about the science behind social media mm-hmm. influence on your child's brain yeah um, and your teen's brain 
and their brains are not fully developed enough to understand social media and understand the things that they're reading. So it really just messes with their brain in a way that you don't want them to be messed with. You don't want anyone else influencing their brain in that way. Absolutely. And the thing about it is it's harder to do it that way. It's harder not to let them have the TVs. It's harder not to let them have the phones. It's harder because then they're bored. Then now you have to get up and you have to go outside and play ball with them. Right, because you can't just send them out there by themselves anymore. Just hand them the iPad. Especially... Especially boys because yeah. they have so much energy, and you know, no one wants to play basketball for thirty minutes, and then he wants to play baseball for yeah. thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and he wants to play do it, you know, all these things, and then he rotates. I mean, it's just like a constant <laughs> yeah. thing. So to be easier, just Poker go here. Stick. Yes, especially when you have multiple children. Yeah, yeah. And and the other ones, he, it, you know, he's a teenager, and he's kind of a, you know, nerd. Um, <laughs> And he just—that's what his thing. He's awesome. He's a beautiful, brilliant mind. It just seems like you said nerd kind of aggressively. (laughs) I mean, he's just—I'm a fellow nerd, nerd, so I'm going to take up for him right now. Nerds around the world. Adam's a nerd. Yes, he was. He was so kind in Sunday school. I have to brag on him for y'all. Yes, he was so kind in Sunday school. He was like, I was speaking. He was giving me full attention. Yeah, he was very kind. Like a total nerd. Just a beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful oh, heart. He's a beautiful looking kid. Oh, His yeah, heart's he even more beautiful than yeah, that. He's a pretty boy. Yeah. Aww. He, he is. is. The he best is. part is he has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's starting to, you he's don't starting know to figure you're it out. He's beautiful. Yeah. He doesn't know <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they wrote that song about him. About <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. But I mean, hey, you know, nerds run the world. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I thought it was girls. No. Well, nerdy, girls. nerdy girls nerdy girls <laughs> rule the world it's true uh, <laughs> who run the world I'm just gonna make song references the rest of this go ahead James no go ahead. um so tell us another strategy uh, I think there was an, a one more that we didn't cover so um I feel like people really need to focus on you know you see when you're on social media people have prayer requests and sometimes you're quick to be like praying for you but then do you like the little hands yeah praying like do you actually (laughs) stop and pray for them like or do you at least I say on here if you don't have time because not you know you don't always have time write their name down yeah that was good that was good but I not only focus on the people who are asking for it but also when you're quick to like get angry when you see a comment that's different than what you believe or see or someone that's being ugly because there's a lot of people like that on social media Mm -hmm. especially Um, Twitter right write their name down and pray for them that was so good what you put down there like how awesome it is you don't even have to know anything about them know the person but how awesome it is that for somebody that's praying for them and they don't even know it and you don't know them Um, for me that hit my spirit because that is the face of Jesus, yeah. right? That is so the face of Jesus. He didn't care um, what like territory he was going in, if they loved him or not. He was going in the meeting, the woman by the well, right? right? Um, and he was going out of his way, right? Out of his way to do those uh, certain things. So that when I was reading that, that was like that really uh, just touched my soul, you know, because that's exactly how we need to be. But we get caught up, you know. It's so easier just to flip past that one to the next like short video or whatever that's decorating a cake you know right. what i'm saying right and, and you had that opportunity right there to make an impact in somebody's life you may or may not know um and i know there was it was a, a few years ago because we all do it we always um and it's probably no difference if you're a pastor or not but i know but for me being a pastor like people are always stopping you in the hallway and be like hey 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and everybody tells you their problems and they expect you to have the right answer all the time. And yeah. I'm just like, I'll pray for you. And then I'll go on and then the live stream doesn't work and they call me up to do the live stream and then something else happens and I'm, I've told seven people I'll pray for you (laughs) at Sunday and then I don't remember any of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's easy to do. So what I've caught myself doing is like focus in as soon as I turn my back, start praying. Even if it's that 10, 15 seconds, Lord, you know where they're at right now in the name of Jesus, touch them. Uh, and then keep, you know, and that way when you get distracted in the next 30 seconds, you, I know it's not the best, but at least you didn't no, but say, God I, knows. I, mean, I, I, I'm going to do it. You did it, you right. know? Um, so I think that we can just, uh, same thing with my kids. I've tried not to, several months ago, I tried not to say no to them, you know, if they want to play basketball, because I got in a bad habit of saying, not right now, yeah. later. not right now, mm-hmm. later, later. And then it never happened. Uh, and then now I find myself sitting there and I hear Noah bouncing the ball and then go out there before he asks, you Aww. know, there you go. Um, so now just trying to it. just trying to improve our life that way. But it's the same way with that, you yes. know, instead of scrolling in and oh, you see something, but maybe we're proactive in. OK, I'm going to Facebook for this. I'm going right. to find this in somebody's media, social media and pray for yeah. them, you know, and be inten- be more intentional more about intentional. it. More intentional. When you step outside of yourself, I think it's easy for us to, like, our name's on it. We feel like we have ownership of it, but we don't own anything, right? Like, it belongs to God, even though it has our name on it. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember right. that. So, um, and then on in the book, so every day there's, like, uh, a little... Exercise. Uh, yeah, yeah, exercise or something. Is it different for every day? Uh, or is it something that I know kind of like the uh, the process is the same for every day, but is, is it something that you wrote? Is it different for every day? So like uh, I think it stops like halfway through and then it just continues on with the same questions that you got from the beginning. But yeah, there's a different one for each day. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. when I was flipping, I did see some different stuff, but I didn't, I didn't uh-huh. get all the way through the book. Um, so have you gotten some feedback from people who have used it, who have gone through the process? I have. I've gotten a lot of feedback that they didn't realize that they needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my feedback says that, that they yeah. did not think that it would influence them or change like anything. They, they just kind of, you know, got it. And so that makes me happy that God is really moving and, you know, using it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that like once we take time to evaluate like you know when when you when you have a job like it's yearly evaluations but nobody like yearly evaluates your walk with the lord mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if we could like some, somehow figure that out like okay in 2021 how do we do you yeah. know did we live up to expectations that we hit our goals that we do those things um Personally, you know, and then if we didn't, then that gives us something to work towards the next year. But if we just go on um, and just be like, oh, well, it's just going to happen. If it happens, it happens. It don't, it don't. You know, I think that we can be like, man, I'm going to share Jesus with 100 people. And then my goal is to share Jesus and bring 20 people to salvation. Right. I mean, that you have a goal and then you're going to work at it. Yeah. We can't get complacent. It's been especially with social media because the devil's not complacent on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really not. Yeah. And so yeah. we need people on there, you know, to shine the light of Jesus on there because the devil doesn't play on there. I mean, I see yeah. it. There's so much ugly out yeah. there and 
people when they are hidden behind a keyboard. Oh yeah, they're they're brave. They're they wouldn't brave. say things like. But even Christians, yes. be, there are Christians where I'm like, wow. Okay, can't even Judgy believe was that a you bear. said that. Shoot, I've had <laughs> like, would you say that in person? Because yeah, I don't think would you, you would. Tell them to their face, probably no. not. I went to. Uh, there was a gentleman that we had in our church, and I was a youth pastor, and we came back from camp, and everybody's just like, you know, we're all jazzed up, and the Lord just moved in our life, like, you know, and and as either in that even as uh, youth pastors or camp leaders that's just like a, a rush you get from being at camp and isolated from the outside and nothing but jesus for five days awesome. so we're coming back and you know we're stoked and um i'm speaking on the stage on a sunday night or something i think it was a sunday night we had the service and i come down and i just like throw the h-town sign up to all the youth <laughs> and they go crazy and <laughs> we're having a good time you know and then i get home and somebody's like hey man you need to look on facebook Mm. And there's this guy from the church just like total, totally like ripping me that I'm a devil worshiper because I did the whole <laughs> the horn the horn thing yeah. and I I can't believe that you know Elam Church would even employ somebody like this oh. and blah 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 blah. I'm like, first of all, employed is a huge word. <laughs> okay, they give me gas money. <laughs> Uh, barely, barely. Not with today's guest. <laughs> that was back then, twenty years ago. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm just like I had to confront him. Like, hey, man, come to me. Like, if you have a problem with something I did, I will explain it to you. Yeah. That's the Houston sign, and we've been doing that all week at camp, and everything's good. People, they know what it means, and all these things, and. Uh, but we just find out that some <laughs> attacking people attacking your character. Yeah, online. attacking your character, mm-hmm. and then you start talking to them, and they're they're just in a bad place. Yeah. You know, they need Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, you know, need you to pray for them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we almost laid hands on them, but they wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't the right it kind. It wasn't the open hand, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, no, it but it would just find out that this dude is just in a bad place. And um, he left our church in a bad place. It was just, oh, you know, sad. it it, 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 it just one of those things that he just. Well, he thought y'all were worshiping the devil. I man. guess so. I'd have left. Um, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot of those people out there. It is just, the church. <laughs> I want to be at. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, but, you know, the thing about it is his kid was, his kids were in our youth oh. and they were prospering and they were doing great things oh, and, and I mean, told him y'all been doing the horns we've been doing the weekend? yeah we've been worshiping the devil all weekend at camp oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> uh no it was just like it, you know, some people that you just they're they're just miserable and that's just the way they're going to be you know um but that doesn't mean that we can't take time for them and and those type of things um so what was the process of writing this book i know there was a there was a hiccup and yeah like so <laughs> Yeah, it took me a while to write it, first of all. So um, when did you start it? So I started in February of last year. Okay. And God told me, make sure you publish it in 2021. So February 2021, that's like right in the middle of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, okay, Lord, you know. So I started writing it, but I also started doing research, like collecting data, I guess. I would, you know, make polls on my Instagram and ask people um, how they felt about social media, like how do they feel after they're on it, you know, things like that. Um, if it ever made them feel self-conscious or, you know, just things like that. Mm-hmm. And just try to get some feedback on where people were at. Uh, I don't have like a, a lot of followers or anything, so I didn't get very many answers, but it did help. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So I started who, doing who that. Who taught you to start there? You just, I just, the thought, Lord just gave that to you to, yeah, to ask. Because that's genius. Like, yeah. you're going right to the source. Yeah. yeah. The people who use social media, I mean, they're the ones who need the book. So that's awesome. <laughs> you yeah. ask them. So, what, what other kind of research did you do? I know um, you quoted uh, a statistic yes, site. I looked online a lot. I did. I like. I talked about Colin Karchner earlier. I did uh, look on a, a lot of a lot of stuff that he's written because um, it was really sad that he passed away. And I told God, I was like, Lord, please put someone in his place for that because that was just some amazing thing that he was doing. Right. You know, to try to save kids mm-hmm. from social media. Yeah. I think that's important right now. So you started in February. Yes. 2021. And then so like the, the process of writing it, I mean, like lots of notes. And did you know how to like organize your thoughts or was it just no, a I'd, bunch of stuff on a page and you had to figure it out? Yeah. I just like wrote it. And it was just like, I guess, what a rough draft, mm-hmm. you call it. Like pencil and paper wrote it? I, I, pencil and paper. I'm a pencil mm-hmm. pa- paper person. <laughs> so yeah. I did start that way. Mm-hmm. And then I put it in um, a laptop. and The death of her. The death of her. <laughs> I'm not, I told y'all I'm not tech savvy. So I didn't know you're supposed to back it up. <laughs> yeah. Got to save because what? <laughs> Jesus saves. Yeah. Save and save off. Save. But this save whole time, that it had been a whole like year for me where God was like building my confidence and really put like, you can do all things through Christ, really just putting that in my spirit. So that was really helping me write this. And a lot of the things he was like, don't, you know, take that out. <laughs> don't say that. So I would, you know, remove it. And I just kept telling him, I just want to say whatever you want me to say because I don't want to mess this up. Yeah. You know, I don't want to put anything in someone's heart or head that's not supposed to be there. Like, it's not where I'm at. So, um, so I wrote it, and then it got deleted. <laughs> oh, the, whole the Mysteriously whole got deleted. So Mysteriously, I, that was an attack for sure. I could, I had been attacked. But it wasn't just like that. like the the, the computer failed. Right, the or computer, something. but okay, mm-hmm. I'm saying it was attacked. But you know, it could have been God. Maybe He was like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I'm gonna just shut this down. So your computer us. just gave out. It so gave out. It was only it. like a year or two old. Yeah, it was not old. And the la- it would turn on, but like you couldn't see the screen. Mm-hmm. So I brought it to the guy. He's like, "Oh, it'll cost more to get it fixed than buying You're a like, new no, one." Like, no, my book is on there. <laughs> I told yeah. him, "Don't tell me what it costs." I, I literally told him that. And you know what's funny though is that you would think I would like cry or something, but I didn't even feel like that. Is I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna rewrite it. I didn't even feel like, you know. I just need to write, rewrite it. I need to do it because God told me to publish it in 2021, and it was December coming up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, not about to get smited, smitten, smite, <laughs> smited, smote, whatever, smote. <laughs> <laughs> however you say that. <laughs> so what? What's the uh, like? How is like your family and things when you're telling the idea of writing this book, and now it's like gone and. Uh, how are they? What are they? What are their encouraging words? Or they're just like, I don't know. What are you I doing? I didn't share it with people. <laughs> I've heard not to share. I shared it with this, just few, a few people. My husband knew. Wait, that you were writing. That was it, writing or it. That, it, that I was writing it. Okay. So then, yeah. did they know that it? Yeah. That after the fact, it? like after I published it, I gave that story. Well, I told y'all. Yeah. I trust you, but yeah. <laughs> Try not to only tell people that would like pray about it right. with me and an agreement. Mm-hmm. You know. So, didn't need anything extra coming yeah. at me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, wow. Yeah. Um. So, how did you organize your thoughts on it? Like, you just like God it was one of the yeah. God things? I'm telling you, 
was God. I feel weird even like with my name on it, like or when people ask me about it, like your book that you wrote, and it's like I didn't really like the Holy Spirit really wrote it. I'm honestly, yeah, because when you if you read anything else that I write, you can kind of hear it. What's it called? Like a voice, your voice mm-hmm. in your writing, and mm-hmm. I don't think that mine really comes across too well here. So I can even me reading it, I'm like. I wouldn't probably know I wrote it if well, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> you know, I, I used to struggle with that. You know, people would say, "Man, your message was so good," and you hear all so people. It's not me. It's you know, Holy Ghost. You know, and the, and and the Lord just told me to just be comfortable. Just like tell them thank you because they're trying to give you a compliment. Yeah. You know, and um, He's a used us as his vessel and he's given us these certain uh, skills and different things like that. He doesn't want us to boast about it. Um, but at the same time, it boosts confidence for the next one. You know, yeah. it gives you that, that ability to have that confidence going into the next one and that next message that I'm going to write and that, or whatever it may be, just give us a little bit more confidence. So yeah, um, take, I agree with that. Take pride in it and let people give you all the kudos because it's a good thing. I may or may not be writing another one. Mm, to be continued. <laughs> I like it. So how's the response been? I mean, are, are, I don't mean like how many books you've sold or anything like that. but It's a New York bestseller. I have not. I've asked everyone, <laughs> please give me honest feedback. And I haven't gotten any bad feedback. Yeah. So, so are, have you got any feedback from like, the the people that bought them online like have they left uh, feedback online so a weird thing happened well not a weird I guess the God thing happened um, I, I in this workout group with a bunch of other women that work out with me they all go to the same church um, Bayshore Baptist Church and she came up to me a few weeks ago and she was like you know we were we were having a, a meeting for our women's retreat and one of the women, we were talking about the speaker, and one of the women said, I just bought this book on Amazon. It was just, I just randomly bought it, and I really liked it, and I think we should ask the speaker to, <laughs> to speak at the women's retreat. And pulled out my book. Wow. I've never met her. <laughs> yeah. And my friend Did was like. Did she know that was you? Yeah. My friend, she was like, I know her. I, I work out with that girl. <laughs> I know the author. I know the author. She oh, signed so my book. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So she came and told me. She's like, so you have to. You have to speak, you know, and I'm. So, wow. Yeah. And so this <laughs> so is just the door. My point was, yeah, yeah. So I guess so. It's just the door. I guess I was quick to say, you know, the common like, I'll, pr- I'll pray about it. Mm-hmm. My mind was like, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> but as I drove away, God you was like, "You're message. definitely you doing didn't that." Hear my Amanda. message they did you. <laughs> no, I didn't. Because Banner, he yeah. got sick. I had to leave. I just oh. talked about that. Hmm. Some things we just don't have to pray about. <laughs> When God gives you a door and he opens it and he pushes you through it, you just do it. Yeah, just he called me. But I immediately texted her. I was like, I'm going to do it. She's like, that was fast. A fast burn. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you got any questions? Uh, okay, I, yeah, I do have a... Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying. I do have a question. So, like... It, <laughs> just push you right off there. If there's, if there's another... Uh, young lady or young man out there that's thinking about or the Lord just inspired them to do this like what would be some some advice and stuff that you would give them uh, and then we'll kind of talk into a little bit about publishing and all that that part okay. of it okay so I would say do something I call a brain dump which is actually something I do whenever I'm overwhelmed like have anxiety I do a brain dump you just write all the things out 
that's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, and that's what I did with the book. And it's not just one time. It's like anytime, like I'd be in the shower and he would tell me something, I'd be like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and the, the steam on, my on the wall. And <laughs> yeah. So it, you anytime you have to write it right then, whenever he's telling you, whenever the spirit's telling you, you know what to say, you, you need to write it down because you're going to forget. Yeah. So that's what I did. I just wrote every, everything down and then kind of, if things kind of matched what I was saying, you know, put it together and move it around. And then I read it and I was like, what questions, you know, would be helpful after reading this? That's basically what I did. Like what would really help propel them forward in their walk with this? And then to to step step back and from the reader's point of view, from the reader's point of view and like what would help them, you know, but this is for a prayer journal, but if they were writing a, like a novel or something, you know, uh, I would say to do the same thing. I mean, you still have to do that. Uh, rough draft. There's going to be lots of drafts. Lots of drafts. <laughs> of drafts. And also back it up. Yeah. Back, save back and save. Save, 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 save yeah. yeah. All right. For, okay, let's talk about publishing. Yeah. Because this is like a, the scary one for everybody. Well, I could write something down, but like how do you get it published? Mm-hmm. And how do you know? And where do you go to get put books printed? And mm-hmm. where do you put it online at? All those publishing things. So where did you find that information at? And uh, how did you do it? So I am self-published. So Ooh. I publish myself. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because... Publishing houses right now, first of all, they, they're hard to get into unless you are an established author. They won't even take things from you usually unless you have um, uh, someone backing you. Mm-hmm. So, And then even when they do, it costs at least five grand usually. Yeah. yeah. But if you self-publish, um, I used Amazon, then it's free. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I self which I'm not tech savvy like I told y'all, but it was actually easy for me. Mm-hmm. So, and um, the only thing that I had a problem with was my cover, but I got it worked out on my own. Yeah. Did you design that cover yourself? or So, I had a lot of different covers, but um, I was praying about it, praying about it, and then one night, I just, like, had a dream about it looking like this. So, so what is it? What? What is the blue thing? It's just like, it's just like art. It's like watercolor. Okay. So I feel like like blue that's what watercolor. it was, like something spilled on the book. Something spilled on the book. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's something spilled. And then I just decided to go with it. <laughs> I love it. My kids. It looks no, like that's good. great. Yeah. No. It's very eye-catching, right? Yeah. That would have been a cool story, though. Like yeah. your kids spilled something on it, and then you went with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I put a cross on the back. Just yeah. simple. I wanted it to be simple. By the way, it's called social. Soul. Soul, like S-O-U-L. Soul connection. Soul. Yeah, and I wanted it to be like gender neutral. I wanted guys to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Carrying it around. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. girls, you know. That's awesome that you thought about, you know, both. Yeah, because I feel like female. men. I mean, I don't know. Do y'all use prayer journals a lot or no? No, I wish I would. Like, I really wish I would write a lot more down that comes out of my head because it doesn't stay very long. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Some things need to quickly. I feel yeah. like, I, yeah, I feel like there's some kind of weird. I don't know if it's a stigma or what, but uh, a lot of men don't use prayer journals. I, yeah. I think I've noticed. So I wanted to really make sure that it was friendly for them if yeah, they but, wanted to use it. But when you like people die and then you, you find out they've been doing this for their whole life and you listen to their words and so I'm just sweet. like, wow, like, I wish I could do that. And then I, I say I am, then I never will. How do you protect your book like from being ripped off and those type of things? So they cover that. Um, whenever you self-publish, they give you that protection on there. Um, okay. We'll go over there with, over that with you. It's um, a specific number that they give you. It's 
going to be on the back. Okay. And it can't be plagiarized or anything. And they actually have a, whenever you input it, they search to make sure you're not plagiarizing yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And all that's free. All that's free. And then they also go through it and they like check it for you, like spell checking and all that, that's which cool I did before I submitted, but they also did. Mm-hmm. So did you have anybody that read it before you published it? No. So scary. <laughs> I didn't even... Once I got it and I thought it was good and I checked it and everything, I didn't even reread it because I know myself. I okay. Um, I listened to an, another podcast. I don't know if you know Sadie Robertson. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Live reading, Original podcast. Yeah. I was yes. just reading something about her today. Yeah, she has someone on there. Um, he's a, a he writes music. I can't remember his name. Um, he wrote the tar. No, that's not right. I don't know. <laughs> but he was on there and he really like he helped me because he talked about. She said, "How do you know when a song's ready?" You know, how do you know? How do you feel comfortable, you know, submitting it? And he said, I never feel comfortable. Never. That I always feel like it needs to be better. And so I'll go back and I had to teach myself. It's only going to get 1% better. Mm. Like, he he said, it's cool looking back at my music and saying, I could have done this or tweaked it there. He's like, because I see my progression. Mm -hmm. You know, I see where God, you know, progressed in my life yeah and i have the same issue with writing messages but now i cut it off like however many days before i'm just like i'm done with it now mm-hmm. i'm just going to go over it i'm going to read it i'm going to try to get into my spirit get into my mind and use that those times to really try to perfect the presentation instead of trying to perfect the words right. so you basically do the same thing mm-hmm. you're not yeah. gonna make you know because i'm sort of i have that tendency of like a perfectionist tendency so i would i would overdo it i would yeah. just keep going over and over and god said what he wanted to say so that's good enough for me if yeah. he wants to say it you know? but there's other preachers that'll you know and and whatever works for you i'm this i'm not saying that my way is the best way but there's other preachers that'll do it to the last minute yeah, to the last minute before they go right on stage you know and they're just like oh you just change this one little piece right here you know <laughs> or they freestyle half of it yeah write down a couple bullet points and just yeah I'm a word for word it. guy like I write my thing out word for word and mm-hmm. then I have like highlights where I want to make sure that I hit um, yeah, anyway, bullet points. Well, I mean, if you get up there and here. like the Holy Spirit's like, "Hey, I want you to talk about this other thing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, most most time it's scary. just like me rambling on about some <laughs> bunny trails, bunny trails. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit wrote the stuff that's on the paper. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just yeah. pass the paper around. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, I, when you read my stuff, you were like, "Oh yeah, that was God." I remember my mom. Your voice shines through. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> she heard my first message. She was like, "Where's my son?" You know, Aww. because she knew that that wasn't me. You that's know? so sweet, though. Yeah. yeah, you were hid behind the cross. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That's my prayer. After, uh, that's where you need to stay. Yeah. <laughs> behind the cross. I need mean, the cross. The cross that keeps me grounded. That sounded more like a threat <laughs> than a, like advice. No. The cross stay keeps me grounded. Stay behind it. <laughs> yes. I'm a free spirit, you know, so I need Same. the cross to keep me grounded. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's the title of your next book. Yeah. Free, Free spirit. spirit. Yeah, I kind of like something I really, just random, I don't know, something I really loved about being saved was he told me what to do. <laughs> like, I didn't have to wonder, should I do this or mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. I just got to do whatever he told me to do. And I was like, oh, that's like so much freedom in that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of thinking, overthinking everything like yeah. you do. Yeah. So. That's amazing. Because a lot of people think that being a Christian is so hard and you got to follow all these rules, but really it's... Free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it really, it really is. is. 
All right, before we close, just leave us with a, a little bit, you know, something to inspire the people, something that, you know, God's put on your heart that you might be speaking to these women at this women conference and or whatever this great thing is. Put <laughs> you on the spot. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to go back to that you can do all things through Christ because I think we hear that and we're like, yeah, you know, but it's like really believing all things. I think we just think we limit it. You know, we limit ourselves and we limit God. And honestly, when he says something, he means it. You know, he He meant all things. So do it. You know, if God's telling you to do it, you can do it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that sometimes we hide behind our own fear when the Lord tells us that we fear, we should fear not. You know, right? Um, if He's with us, we can conquer all things. So, mm-hmm. well, thanks for coming out. Thanks for thank you being, for having me. Yeah, thanks for being obedient to the the, the Lord and writing this book. Yes. And uh, I'll definitely leave leave a link for the Amazon at the in the notes here. Uh, go check it out. It's like. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. Go out and uh, if even if you don't read it, buy it. Support her for her next book. Gift it's it a to good someone. gift to somebody. Yes. If you have teenage daughters, please they buy need this it. Yeah, yes, they need sure. it. Definitely. Uh, even go, sons. Yeah. Go yes. out and buy. Go out buy ten of them. Yeah, make it twenty. You make it twenty. Go out and uh, put them in stockings next the next Christmas or whatever birthday gifts. Birthday gifts. Go out and, and just you support buy thirty of them. Might as well <laughs> while you're at it. Just keeps up in it. Uh, every time you go James to Amazon, just put one hundred fifty books. <laughs> uh, every time you go to Amazon, just put one in your cart. Yes, just anytime. <laughs> Add to cart. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming by. Y'all go out and uh, support her. Uh, this you know, social connection. That's yes. right. All right, we'll see you next time, and we love ya. This is The Refuge Project.